You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Nobody can take you away from your destiny except you. Nobody can take you away from your destiny except you. That's why we should be very careful not to spoil tomorrow. Your actions today, your behavior today, your conduct today has an influence upon your tomorrow. When God heals you, change your behavior. What do I mean by that? If you were smoking 40 cigarettes a day and God has healed you and cleansed your lungs... It's not for you to become a better smoker. But it's for you to serve him better. If God has healed you of HIV. And you know what kind of a lifestyle you lived. It's time now to change your behavior. I'm not saying I'm going to start sleeping around again. Because I've got a clean slate. When God touches your life. Be ready to change your behavior. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm ready to change my behavior. Tell them again, say, I'm ready to change my behavior. We should change our conduct. When God changes your situation, change your behavior. When your behavior changes, your character will change. God has planned a good future for you. And God wants to fulfill every one of his promises in your life. The only person that can keep you back from your destiny is you yourself. The gift that God has placed on the inside is there. Our responsibility is to water that seed that God has placed on the inside. Because as you water that seed, it will start to grow. What do you believe about your future? Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Can you see how important it is to manage your mind, your way of thinking? Do you believe your situation and circumstances more? Or do you believe God's word more? Which one of those are dominating your life? Because what dominates your life, what dominates your heart will have an impact upon your future. Turn to the person next to you say, get ready to change. Tell them again, say, get ready to change. Turn with me in your Bibles to Ephesians 2 verse 10. God has a glorious plan for your life. The way of blessing is obedience. The way of blessing is obedience. That's what God requires of us, to be obedient to his word. Remember Jonah, God had a plan for Jonah's life. He says, Jonah, I want you to do the following. Jonah says, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not moving in that direction. I'm going to move in this direction. I shared with the people before the time when we prayed. My wife actually shared with me this morning. Somebody said that if God wants to do a new thing 
and you still doing your old things. When God wants to do a new thing and you still doing your old things, when you're supposed to work with God's plan, you'll be doing your own thing. If God wants to do a new thing, but you're still holding on to your old things, by the time God wants to do what He wants to do, you'll be doing what you want to do. The way of obedience is the way to God's blessings. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The Passion Translation says, We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. So don't forget how far you've come. You were not born as Jews and were uncircumcised. Uncircumcision itself is just the work of man's hands. And you had none of the Jewish covenants and laws. You were foreigners to Israel's incredible heritage. You were without the covenant of prophetic promise of the Messiah, the promised hope, and without God. Yet look at you now. Everything is new. You are found complete in the faith of Jesus, the Messiah, all because of his glorious grace. It says here that the promise, the plan that God has got for your life is on the inside. That means success has been planted or deposited on the inside of you before you were born. God had thoughts about you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Success does not start on the outside. Success starts on the inside. Turn to your neighbor and say, success starts on the inside, not on the outside. Success, being a winner, is on the inside of you. Winning starts on the inside. Success starts on the inside. Excellence starts on the inside. Because when you've changed from the inside, it will manifest on the outside. Many of us want people to lead us to success. Whereas God is waiting for the success on the inside of you to lead you to where you should go. Maybe you're sitting here and you say, I don't feel like a winner. I don't feel successful. You don't know what year I've gone through. You don't know my situation and my circumstances. Family, I've got good news for you. Winners are simply ex-losers. Everybody of us has got a sad song. Turn to your neighbor and say, everybody's got a sad song. Tell them, but it's no need to remain sad. If you know that God has planned good things for you and that success is something that's on the inside of you, you will change your attitude immediately. You don't look at your situation on your circumstances, but you'll know God has deposited success on the inside of me. He predestined it. When he looks at me, he sees success. Where I find myself right now is temporary. My situation is about to change. What is your attitude 
in that difficult situation? What are you saying? What are you confessing? Because that's what makes the difference. So ask yourself, am I ready to change? From being an ex-loser to a winner. How can we say with all confidence, I'm a winner? When you are linked up with Christ Jesus, that spirit of Christ is a victorious spirit. It's an overcoming spirit. It's a spirit that makes you righteous, that cleanses you. When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, you become one with Him. Because He is on the inside of you, everything is about to change. If everything has changed on the inside, if your heart has changed, your way of thinking will change. When your way of thinking change, your speech will change. When your speech change, your actions will change. Can you see the need to be born again? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Proverbs. If you're wondering what the sermon topic is, the sermon topic is winning begins on the inside of you. Winning begins on the inside of you. Listen to what Proverbs 12 verse 3 says. A man is not established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous cannot be moved. The root of the righteous cannot be moved. That is Jesus Christ himself in our lives. It's that righteousness that gives us peace in every situation. The Passion Translation says, You can't expect success by doing what's wrong. But the lives of his lovers are deeply rooted and firmly planted. If you go to verse 12, it says, The wicked covet the catch of evil men, but the root of the righteous yields fruit. The root of the righteous yields fruit. The Message Bible says, What the wicked construct finally falls into ruin, while the roots of the righteous give life and more life. The Passion Translation says, The cravings of the wicked are only for what is evil, but righteousness is the core motivation for lovers of God, and it keeps them content and flourishing. Remember, family, the Bible teaches us in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 45. There we go. Thus it is written, the first Adam became a living being, an individual personality. The last Adam, Christ, became a life-giving spirit, restoring the dead to life. When you are linked up with God, you're a life-giving spirit. His ability has become your ability. That doesn't mean you'll never face challenges or difficulties. That means God is with you and he'll see you through so you can be victorious in every situation. Turn to the person next to you say, there's hope for you. Romans 11 verse 16 says, For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. Family, listen to me. Winning does not come by changing your outward appearance. But it comes through changing your conduct, your behavior, having a different attitude, a different spirit. Just because I hang a gold medal around my neck doesn't mean I'm an Olympian champion. It just means I've got a medal somewhere and I'm hanging it around my neck. I can still be a loser. Amen? But winning is something that starts on the inside. Remember the man at the pool of Bethesda? He was lying there 18 years hoping to get into the water. Because as he moves into the water, he would be healed. 
But every time waiting and hoping, as he thought he would just go in, somebody would jump in front of him. And his situation never changed. And when Jesus came, the living water wanted to enter in him to give him a permanent solution to all his problems. Many times we want to enter into that which we think will be a blessing in our lives. And Christ is the one that wants to be on the inside of us. When Christ is on the inside of you, everything will change. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with Him. When you are one spirit with Christ, that victorious spirit is on the inside of you. That's why you cannot suppress people. You can try for a time and a season, but as they hold on to Christ, you'll see that victorious spirit will stand up. It's under oppression where you've heard some of the most beautiful songs unto the Lord was birthed. Songs that, it is well with my soul. Was in a time of difficulty. But how can a person say it's well with my soul in a difficult time? When normal situa- in a normal situation, people would be mourning. And say it's well with my soul. Because there's peace that comes from the inside. We should do everything to protect and keep this peace. In this year where you want to be different, make sure you hang out with people that have the same attitude. That they don't influence you. Sometimes we want to throw a boiling kettle into a cold swimming pool. You know what happens? It's rather better than for you just to be apart and be on fire for God. Amen? If success and winning is something that starts on the inside, it means it's for everybody. To be a winner is for everybody. We're not all running the same race because we are called differently. Amen? I cannot compare myself to somebody that has the grace to be a mother just to look after her children at home and somebody that must be, say, an accountant. The sickness of this world, we compare ourselves to others to measure whether we're a winner or not. God has called us individually differently. In destiny, there's no competition. If you know your destiny from Christ, you'll not be competing with other people. But most people today are comparing themselves to others. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't compare yourself to others. Tell them again, say, don't compare yourself to others. What you are thinking about every day, go and evaluate it. That's why we've said the fast that we're going to have now, we're going to say, keep quiet for a while. Why? Because what you are thinking about is what you are saying. Your life can only go to the level of your thoughts. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So sometimes you have to stay quiet. Not say anything. Amen? Otherwise it can have an impact and influence upon our destiny. The only person that can hinder you from reaching your full potential is you yourself. God is supporting you 100%. Because he's the one who placed that good future on the inside of you. You have to make sure that you water that seed. Some of you, the destiny on the inside, you've caused it to dry up completely. 
saying, oh, I remember God said that, but I'm just going to forget about it. Hold on to that promise. James 5, verse 11. What a gift life is to those who stay the course. You've heard, of course, of Job's staying power, and you know how God brought it all together for him at the end. That's because God cares, cares right down to the last detail. The Passion Translation says, We honor them as our heroes because they remain faithful even while enduring great suffering. And you've heard of all that Job went through. And we can now see that the Lord ultimately treated him with wonderful kindness, revealing how tender-hearted he really is. Family, the first thing in becoming a winner is mind management. Remember, Job's wife came to him and said, why don't you just curse God? And he said, no. If you looked at his situation and what he was going through, he might have yielded to his wife's words. Mind management is very important. Your thoughts, the things that you are thinking about, meditating upon, must line up with the Word of God. If it does not line up with the Word of God, remove it. Let me give you some good news or shocking news. I don't know which one it will be. Even pastors have negative thoughts. Hello? Even pastors have negative thoughts. But we all have to train our heart that when a negative thought comes... We replace it with the word of God. Do you know why? Because the thing that dominates your heart that's above the word of God is the thing that can derail you. Let me rephrase it. The thing that you value most in your heart can derail you. But if the thing that you value most is God the word of God, it cannot derail you. It will keep you on the course. Anything that you value and love above God that is in your heart can cause you to miss your destiny. What is it that you value most? If you allow the word of God to dominate your heart, it will dominate your destiny. Even if you're a Joseph that finds himself in a pit, but you have a prophetic picture of the good future that God has planned for you, you will endure what you're going through. It was that prophetic picture that he had that helped him to endure the tough times. It was the prophetic picture that Jesus had of you and me that allowed him to endure the cross. Paul says, I've got the solution. He says, I also battle with bad character. I also have a bad attitude. He says, I found the solution. I'm crucified with Christ. I crucify my bad attitude. I crucify my bad thoughts. I crucify my stinking thinking, my bad speaking. And I no longer live. But I allow Christ to live through me. Because I know he's planned good things for me. You can ask Samson if it's really worth it. That disobedience where it took him. 
blindness. If God has planned something for you and has given you instruction, it's that obedience that takes us from where we are to where God wants us to be. Family, to be one with a difference, to be a winner, is not that difficult. Remember, number one, the winner is living on the inside of you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He says, I'm going to walk with you. So wherever you go, if you're aware of your conscience, you'll know you'll have that divine prompting, especially in this year where God has said it's going to be a year with a difference, the gift of God's divine nature in our lives, His kind of lifestyle. It means the divine prompting on the inside. If you get to a place, you'll know, be careful. So you listen to that prompting. You'll know where to go. You'll know what to say. But it's when we get offended, when we get angry, when we get frustrated with a brother, then we give him a piece of our mind instead of a piece of our heart. Let me see your hand if I'm talking to the right people. Your heart is your spirit. Ephesians 3, verse 16. We can shout yes this morning. I want to be a winner. But remember, your behavior and your conduct needs to change. Otherwise, we are deceiving ourselves. Ephesians 3 verse 16. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory that you may be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inward man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith to the end that ye being rooted and grounded in love. The passion says, and I pray that he would pour out over you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Are you willing to change on the inside? Until you get to a place that you are willing to change on the inside, nothing will change on the outside. It's the problem that we have in churches today. We have pastors based on outward appearance. But they're not such in heart. But when you're such in heart, you can walk in that calling that God has got for you as a pastor. I'm not preaching to myself. To ask yourself as a pastor, as a priest, as a king, and all of you are also kings and priests in your own home. God has firstly called us to minister to him. And then to minister to people. We are called to love God and to love people. Many people want to be on the path to their future success. But how the Holy Spirit works is he wants to come into you. Make you a winner. Then wherever you go, you'll be blessed. Whatever you touch will be blessed. Wherever you place your feet, God will give it to you. Why do you think Moses said to God, unless your presence goes before me, I'm not moving. That's old covenant. Today, 
the Holy Spirit is with us. Old covenant, the Spirit was upon. We have all been graced with the Spirit within. Jesus Christ, the hope of glory on the inside of us. The declaration that you made before the time. You are actually acknowledging and saying to that person, you're a winner. I can see that you're a winner. The fact that you're a winner and I can see the winner on the inside of you means there's a winner on the inside of me. I know there's a successful future waiting for me. Does that mean you're not going to face challenges? You're going to face challenges. But God says, I'm with you. Amen? In the promised land, there's giants. But God says, I'm going to give you the victory every time. This covenant that God has got with us is important to Him. He made the covenant with us. He says in Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, He has placed the power, the ability on the inside of us to be successful or to be prosperous because He wants to establish His covenant with us. Turn to your neighbor and say, You have the ability to be successful. God says, I'm going to give you power. There'll be a force from heaven that will support you. Walk in my ways. In a year like this, where you wonder what the future will hold, but you know God holds the future, just start walking in 2018 and be different. Where other people are negative, you be positive. When other people are complaining, you say, it's possible. When you ask people, how is it going? Oh, brother, it's so tough. It's so difficult. It's so... Don't jump on the bandwagon with them. Just say, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. And let your confession change. And as your confession change, you'll see your situation will start to change. Amen? Don't your neighbor and say, hold on to Jesus. Tell them again, say, hold on to Jesus. The Holy Spirit brings victory in you, not you into the victory. David was victorious before he faced Goliath. Daniel was victorious before he went into the lion's den. Because he found himself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Success was on the inside of him already. Just had to hold on. If success and Christ was not on the inside of Joseph, when he saw his brothers, he would have had resentment and bitterness and he would have killed them. But because he knew God was in, his, in control of his life, he could forgive them. He could say to them, it was not your doing, it was the Lord's doing. God is in control of my life. Turn with me in your Bibles to Ephesians 3.20 as I close. family you will change when you've received that picture of your future you will change when you've received that picture of your future you know when God called me I didn't like public, public speaking 
I didn't like to stand in front of people and talk. Even from a young age at school, I had the same speech through my whole high school. And I tried to finish it as quickly as possible. When God called me, from a young age I knew I was called. I tried to fight it. And I can really recommend that to anybody. If you believe there's a calling upon your life, try and run away from it as long as you can. It's one way to find out if you are really called or not. Do you think Jonah got away? No. <laughs> God does not change his mind because you change your mind. But when God called me and he said, this is what I want you to do. He actually started, if I have to read the scripture, do not be afraid. Because every time I stood in front of people, I was afraid. He said, do not be afraid. Or any time you read in the Bible, do not be afraid. It's another way of saying, have faith. He said, say to the cities of South Africa, behold, here is your God. He says, then he, from there he showed me and he said, I've called you to be one with a shepherd's heart. To love people, the hurting, to carry them in your arms. When God showed me that, he showed me a vision as well of a home cell where I spoke in a small group, larger group, and then things to follow. When I saw that, I thought, God. By the grace of God, I said, let it be according to your word. Because sometimes with our own words, we stop our destinies. We'll say, I'll never do that. And you derail yourself. You can ask my wife. The first time they put me on a stage in front of a church. My legs were shaking like this. I still have butterflies today. When I have to minister. They're just now flying together nicely in straight rows. But they are still there. <laughs> Because I know how much I need God. But I don't rely on my own strength and my own ability. I rely on God. When I minister, I say, God, let your people hear your voice upon my voice. Because my voice cannot change your life. But the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ can change your life. And I just believed on the inside what God had said. I said, God, then you do it. Then there was a stage where I was almost in a hurry. And I said, okay, now, Lord, you've told me I'm going to have a church. I'm going to be a pastor. I married a pastor's daughter. She can lead worship. Can we start a church? And the Lord said, no. You have to wait 10 years. There's a time of preparation that's needed. A season that you have to go through where God prepares you. Where he works in you. Where he teaches you secrets. Shapes you. So that you can be a better pastor. 
a better husband, a better wife, or whatever God has called you to do. Joseph was shaped in prison, then in palace, a pit. Daniel had to face a lion's den. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to face the fiery furnace. All these things test. It's a test for our character, for our conduct and our behavior. But in those tests, they remained faithful to God. Let's be one with the difference. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. There's a power working on the inside of you. God wants to do more than what you could ask, what you could think, what you could dream. The Passion Translation says, Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for His miraculous power constantly energizes you. When God brings that picture of your future on the inside, it will energize you and give you strength to continue and to go on. But when you don't have a picture of the future, you feel like nothing. Why should I get up? Why should I do anything? But when God gives you a picture about your family, about your church, about your business, about your career, about your destiny that God has planned for you, you can start dreaming. God will do more abundantly above whatever you could think, what you could dream, what you could imagine. Why? Because there's a power, Christ himself, working on the inside of you. You were designed, you were made to be a winner. You were never designed to be a sinner, to live in the realm of defeat and failure. You were designed to be a saint, to be a holy one of God, to live in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Christ wants the victory in you. You're looking for the victory out there. It's on the inside of you. That ability and that power. It's not that difficult. You are linked up with God. Listen to that divine prompting. Listen. When God speaks to you, you'll know. He'll be leading you. He'll be guiding you into your good future, your good success. He's made you to be a winner. But winning starts on the inside. Don't look at your circumstances from a natural point of view. Start looking on the inside and see Christ, the winner on the inside of you. You are linked up with success. You've become a life-giving spirit. Let that life that's on the inside, let people experience it around you. See you later. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.